0: How to get our kids sleeping through the night without having to throw thousands of dollars at the problem. This is Sugar Mama's Fireplay podcast. Welcome back everyone to today's bonus episode. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by Glow Dreaming, Australia's most recommended sleep aids, helping over 200,000 households get a great night's sleep. Now, as you guys know from my episode a few months ago, I used to have some serious sleep problems. I would go to bed, fall asleep quickly, but then I would be awake staring at the ceiling from about 1am tossing and turning all about sort of 4am with my alarm to then go off at 5am to start my day. I was a walking zombie. I was permanently in a grumpy bad mood. I had no energy to do anything for myself. Even coming up the right amount of energy to ex- actually exercise and eat well was just out the window not happening and then finally Tom stepped in and he handed me a book called Why We Sleep and I read that book and it changed my life. I completely changed my attitude and my habits when it came to sleep and the hard work quickly paid off. In fact, it's had a huge impact in my life where... I jump out of bed at 5 a.m. I eat well. I have the energy to exercise. I have passion, motivation, and focus again. And working on my financial goals and dreams is so much easier because I've had a good night's sleep. I've got those quality hours where I've let my body rest and restore itself so that I can embrace life with maximum energy, passion, focus, and determination. And I can proudly say that when my kids let me, I do get a great. Night sleep. I go to bed at around about nine o'clock and I wake up at 5 am. However, the only times I do wake is when my kids wake and they're not the best sleepers. In particular, Apple. Now, Tom and I have just reached our tether. We're exhausted, we're frustrated, we're at breaking point and we're starting to take it out on each other. So, I decided to reach out and get some professional advice and the professional advice was to get a night nurse in and that we would need a night nurse to help us for at least three to four nights minimum. Now, the cost of that was in the thousands and I was horrified because at the moment with rising interest rates, the disaster of frugal February and the crazy cost of living these days. I don't have that type of money just lying around right now. And I felt disheartened because I'm not in a position to be able to pay for this professional night nurse. So I wanted to see what other options are out there where we can teach our children to sleep, give them the gift of a great night's sleep without just having to throw money at the problem. And this is where I am excited to introduce everyone to Shah Madden, a professional sleep consultant who's teaching lots of families in Australia on how to get their kids to sleep through the night without having to throw money at the problem. Shah, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. Can you give me a little bit of a background as to how you fell into this career path and why you're so
1: passionate about teaching children and babies how to sleep properly? Pleasure to be here, Kanna. I was teaching in Hong Kong and I was very blessed to get a promotion as principal. And that came at the time where I just found out that I was pregnant with my first baby. In Hong Kong, maternity leave is 10 weeks, wow. so I knew I had to do some work. Um, I came across this amazing sleep consultant at that time who changed my life. And I often felt like once my daughter was born, I had to lie about how well she was sleeping because everyone was in this turmoil of not having babies that slept. So in that process of being a principal, I also came across so many other families that always complained about having exhausted children. And so I thought I would take it upon myself to upskill myself and become a sleep consultant. Wow. And at that point, it was for no reason other than the fact that I was in the position to help other people with no financial – I didn't want to get any money back from it. It was just like I was a professional of a school and I thought it was just something I could add on to other families. And I guess children in classrooms, you know,
0: need to be alert and awake and using their brains to maximum capacity. If they're tired and exhausted because they've never been taught how to sleep, it's just this toxic flow-on effect. So I can see how you're sort of going to ground zero to to fix – potentially a really big problem.
1: Absolutely. And it's not even the children that were exhausted. It was the parents that were angry about the fact that their children weren't sleeping. I can relate to that. It's a a come-go effect, right? Um, If the parents aren't sleeping, the children aren't sleeping. Uh, Absolutely. Why do you think it's so important to invest time teaching our children to sleep? As a parent, our children's sleep directly affects ours. So it's a no-brainer that we need to get it right as soon as possible. A third of our lives are spent sleeping. So let's try and enjoy it. I know that you value sleep as much as I do and have spoken about the impact it has on our overall well-being, physical, social, emotional, and financial. Our children's sleep isn't much different. There's four main aspects that I wanna speak about when it comes to the advantages of our children sleeping.
0: Let me know because I am so protective of my sleep. I am so strict, but I just somehow, I all the rules go out the window when it comes to my kids. So I need to
1: understand respect, like I do with the benefits of an adult. What are the benefits to a child? So brain development is directly dependent on the amount of sleep our children get. Think about how much our children change from birth to five years. Oh, you see, I never think about that. Well, that's what happens. They learn how to speak. They learn how to walk. They learn how to crawl. They learn how to talk. They start going to school. So much. See, I just think about the physical stuff. I think, oh, when they go to sleep, that's where
0: they grow. I don't know. I mean, I, maybe that's what my parents told me when I was young. But yeah, it, that, that neurological development is essential.
1: And then you also have the immunity. The more our children sleep, the better able they're able to tackle viruses and their immune system gets better. And who wants to have a sick child? There's also the financial cost of having sick children. And you've spoken about that
0: previously. We actually all had pneumonia, bronchitis, gastro and influenza all at the same time. And the cost of that was huge. I could barely look after the kids. We actually had to pay for a special nanny to come into the house when we were also sick. Help us get through the day. But the multiple trips to the doctor, the medication, um, the fact that I couldn't work because I had three very sick children and the stress and pressure of seeing my inbox just getting bigger and bigger by the minute and knowing I can't get any work done. And I work for myself, so I don't get any sick leave or annual leave that I could, you know, dock. It was There was a huge financial cost to having sick children, including myself being sick.
1: And if your kids are in daycare, you're still paying oh. for daycare and your kids are at home with
0: you. Exactly. And yeah, no, it, don't, don't get me started
1: about day, the cost of daycare. <laughs> it's my biggest expense. Okay. And then another thing that I want to touch on is emotional regulation. Our kids really face a lot of challenges being too three and four, and the better they sleep, the less likely they are to throw those beautiful tantrums. (laughs) They can transition and change from one aspect of life to another with a little bit more ease. So learning how to self-regulate when they've had a good night's sleep. Well, if you're tired, you can't, you're moody, you're grumpy, you're irritated. If you have a good night's sleep, you can tackle things with a little bit more of a relaxed approach, I suppose. Think of you as an adult.
0: When I'm hungry and I'm tired, I am I'm horrible. I'm, yeah, I I'm, I'm just a nightmare to deal with. So I can only imagine what my little ones are experiencing. Look, Tiger is about to turn 2, Apple's about to turn 4. I'm in that thick of the tantrums and the emotional irregulation and the throwdowns. It's it's really hard and it's it's the sleep is the biggest thing. And as this professional said to me, if you can fix the sleep, any other behavioral concerns can be explored properly.
1: Well, it's a domino effect, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it does affect everything else. And how often have you been in the park and a child has a tantrum and the mum says, oh, he's just tired. (laughs) I am
0: am that person as I drag my kids kicking and streaming out of the park. So what budget-friendly ways can we use to help get our kids to sleep?
1: There are some incredibly useful and insightful podcasts and Instagram pages that we can access as parents, generally for free. However, they don't always target our specific needs. Then you can go to the library. There are thousands upon thousands of books that have been written by sleep experts. But how many exhausted mums want to go and read a 500-page book on sleep problems?
0: I, I think I'm even lost at the thought of looking at an Instagram page and then looking at all the copy and the comments. Like, I just want
1: answers and solutions quickly, time poor and exhausted. And that's when I come in or any other sleep consultant. I think sleep consultants are generally mums that have come from a place of desperation themselves or a place of wanting to upskill themselves on how to improve their own children's sleep. And so we have come up with certain ways that vary from the most cost effective to slightly more expensive, but we're not gonna drain your budget. Okay,
0: all right, we need to hear this then.
1: (laughs) The first one are the sleep plans. So these will generally never cost you more than $100 and they focus on an age-appropriate sleep plan that gives you everything from what to do when your child wakes up in the morning, to how to tackle the wake ups, to how to implement a strong bedtime routine, and also what to do when none of that is really working. Often these plans are connected with you having access to your sleep consultant for two weeks via email or phone consultations so we can support you through this journey. Amazing, with regards to the two
0: week period, that's really interesting because I feel like so many people who are desperate for help Are expecting this overnight transformation where, you know, they'll get
1: help and the problem is fixed overnight. It doesn't really work that way, does it? Can I I wish I had that magic wand. (laughs) But unfortunately, Rome wasn't built in a day. So I tend to promise my clients that in two weeks we will see a transformation. From night three, we'll see a change. There will undoubtedly be some dips and changes between the two week period, and that's why I think it's very important that when you connect with a sleep consultant, they will promise to offer you that support over that two-week period and guide you when things don't go according to plan. That is, that is actually fascinating. So in this situation of having a
0: night nurse come in for, say, three, four nights, it's not really any sort of, I guess, longevity. There's not really any support from a longevity point of view. It's just basically having someone come in for four nights in a row where is the ongoing maintenance for when you hit day seven and they revert back or, or there's any regression or challenges? You, you, that investment of help over, a, say, a two-week period is essential. Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm absolutely saying that. And often when your night nurse comes in, she goes into the room, you stay out of the room. So do you really know what's going on in there? Do you really know what she's doing to help resettle your child or support them when they wake up? I think that's ultimately the question that you want to ask. Working with a sleep consultant, you're also upskilling yourself on how to deal with your child's regressions or progressions through sleep. So a
0: quality sleep consultant will empower you with all the right techniques and self-soothing and, you know, boundaries and rules of of teaching your child to sleep, which is a greater investment of your time,
1: essentially. Well, absolutely. I feel like... They're going to teach you how to tackle those challenges, what to do when things don't go according to plan, and also what to do in the next step, in the next couple of months when maybe your child goes through a milestone and something different happens at school or you go on holiday, you know, they'll give you those skills so that you always have them in your backpack to pull out when things don't go according to plan.
0: A special thank you to Glow Dreaming for proudly sponsoring this episode on Sugar Mama's Fireplay. Glow Dreaming is an Australian business providing sleep products and solutions for little ones of all ages. For anyone that is interested in trying any of the Glow Dreaming products, we have been generously given a 10% off site-wide discount code for our audience to exclusively use. Details linked in the podcast notes, including the glow dreaming unit that we have in our home. And I can say from personal experience, my girls love their glow dreaming light. It comes with us everywhere. Shah, this has been so interesting. I now understand that getting a sleep consultant that's going to work with me on a two week basis is well worth the investment rather than a quick fix night note. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And of course, all the incredible benefits of getting a child to sleep beyond growing bodies which is a very self-limiting thought of my own the fact that their neurological development is essential the most important part now when it comes to gadgets which ones are worth investing in because if you can walk into a baby store it is overwhelming and some of this stuff is really expensive what is actually worth it in your
1: personal and professional experience so these are the four of my favorite things a baby monitor. I really recommend that we get one with a camera. This helps us when we are sleep training so that the mum or dad or whoever is involved in doing this can have a look at what's going on in the bedroom without panicking. And without that dreaded sneaking to the room and they're actually asleep. You wake them up the and door. the light shines in. <laughs> exactly. um, and with that, I always think it's important that you get a baby monitor that has a warranty. So if something goes wrong, you're not pulling more money out of your pocket to buy another one. That's particularly valuable if you're thinking of buying a
0: gadget. Like, sorry, that's particularly valuable if you're thinking of buying a monitor, for example, on Gumtree or the circular economy. If it doesn't, if the if the warranty has expired, it's definitely worth worth
1: knowing. Absolutely, and I think it's also important that you invest in one that you know you can reuse if you have multiple children. So investing in a good one is really important. Okay, quality. My second favorite thing is a white noise machine. I have one in every room in my house. Really? Really. It drowns out any external noise. It helps establish that beautiful hum throughout the house and also creates some consistency in your bedtime routine and almost becomes a bit of a sleep cue that you can get your child involved in doing putting on before they go to bed.
0: We have a glow dreaming in our daughter's bedroom and that noise is humming all night long and there's something really soothing and like almost like meditative about that white noise. It's great. I think you'll soon get to the point where
1: you actually don't want to sleep without it.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because Tom is actually going to take the girls away for a weekend and I said to him, we've got to make sure you pack our glow dreaming because the girls may not sleep without it, so... All right, so we know the monitor is worth investing in and
1: we know a white noise machine is worth investing in. What next? The humidifier. A humidifier helps with snotty noses and coughs and generally just creates a beautiful aura in the bedroom when you put your children down to bed.
0: They also have some incredible essential oils now that you can use. It's quite an art that they've come up with, and especially if- – good quality essential oils. Absolutely. As well. So are there any particular scents that you would recommend for getting a good night's sleep, such as lavender, for
1: example? Cannah, I'm not an expert in that. However, I do recommend that if you ever do work with the essential oils, that you make sure that they're age appropriate for little ones and find now one that really works for you and your family. Amazing, thank you. Two products that I have traveled with and rented houses with and lived in Hong Kong with is one is the blackout blinds they come as like with big sticky knobs that you can stick on any window. The second one is something called a slumber pod, that is a little tent that goes over your cot, which is completely AAP approved and will ensure that your baby's room is completely dark. This slumber pod is also really great if you're room sharing or rent a hotel room and you don't have an extra room. And I imagine it packs up neatly
0: into a... Tiny (laughs) little
1: drawstring bag. Because there's
0: a lot of things you need to pack when you travel. But there's
1: one more trick I want to teach you. If you ever feel like you don't want to spend any money on that, foil is your best friend. Really? It blocks out any external noise. And I think it costs you about $2.50. All
0: right. This is incredible. The things you've actually spoken about are actually really small, inexpensive gadgets. And the funny thing is with baby stuff, so much of it is expensive. It's also incredibly bulky. It's really hard to store away. And a lot of the stuff is made of large amounts of plastic that quite often end up in landfills. So what you're talking about is stuff that's actually really sustainable, not only financially, but to our planet as well.
1: And most of the time you use those things for such a short amount of time. But those gadgets that I mentioned are going to carry you through generally to when your children are four or five years old.
0: All right, talking of the glow-dreaming light that Rocco has his eyes on, and if I'm not careful, he'll pinch it and transport it into his bedroom. Can you explain to the listeners the importance of this red light and how it actually helps children and babies get a good night? Because... Quite often we buy these things, throw money at the problem, but don't actually really understand how they work and
1: and the benefits of them. Absolutely. So the red and amber light that this glow dreaming lets off does not block melatonin production. Now, melatonin is this magic sleepy hormone that we all need to produce in order to fall asleep. When your children uh, have blue light or just the simple light that you get from your average bedside table, that can block melatonin production. So that's why when kids watch hours of TV or sit in a really, really bright room, it's really unlikely they're gonna fall asleep very easily. And Kanna, I know you're a minimalist, just like I am, and we don't wanna be purchasing lots of products that we have to eventually store. So the Grow Dreaming is a three-in-one magic little component that we can take away with us and keep right next to our bed. What more do you want? All right. What about sleeping bags? Because these can be really expensive as well. Are they worth the investment? Absolutely worth the investment. Um, I think it's really important that you ensure that your tog is appropriate. Tog being the thermal load. So in winter, you want to go for a higher tog. And in summer, you want to go for a lower tog. And also, sleeping bags can be really, really helpful for our toddlers who want to start climbing out of the cot (laughs) which
0: is once they once they've mastered that art of getting out of that cot it is a nightmare and it's also you don't get a good night's sleep knowing that oh my gosh have they gotten out of their cot so i can actually understand that benefit and the cool thing is with those sleep suits so many of them are available in the circular economy so you don't need to lob up to your you know the local baby store and spend a fortune you can actually like find them on the circular economy through Gumtree quite easily. Oh my gosh,
1: there's nothing that sells quicker than a second hand sleep, sleep suit. Back.
0: Yep, and <laughs> I actually have a couple online actually on my on my Gumtree account at the moment. All right, let me pick your brain around cots. There are lots of different cots out there. Some are really small for when they're newborn babies, and then some like you know, can like extend and you know rebuild in a different way so that they can keep them all the way through to say age three or four like a cot's worth spending money on or not. And I look at Rocco, he had an Ikea cot, which I think I bought from the second-hand economy, whereas Tiger, you know, had the -the state-of-the-art cot that did all these different things and was linked to my phone. What is worth investing in?
1: I am absolutely all for basic. Really? Really. And with a cot, I want you to go big and I want you to go for one That you can absolutely lower the mattress to as low as it can go. Is that to keep them stuck in that cot when they start moving around? I really try and recommend that our babies stay in the cot for as long as they can, generally up until the age of three. Your cot does not need to be a transformer. All it needs to do is be a cot. And when we move from the cot to the big bed, I'm also going to recommend that you go for a queen single or a double bed. It has durability. It's gonna stay in your house for a very long time. Going for a fancy cot that has a car or gadgets and gizmos is not gonna be very appealing for your nine or 10 year old.
0: You know what, that's so interesting you say that because once Rocco got out of his cot, I put him into a queen bed and that when he did transition to the queen bed, he still sleeps in that same queen bed, you know, six years later, actually eight years later. And he loves his bed so much to the point where he loves co-sleeping and he'll actually say to me, can you come and sleep in my bed? And I'll say, no, you can sleep in my bed. He's like, no, I love my 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 bed too much. All right, you've given everyone some incredible ideas and tips to get our kids sleeping through without throwing a whole pile of money at the problem. So just to summarize what we've been talking about for all the listeners, you need to be realistic with the amount of time it takes for our children to get to sleep. Investing in a night noise machine is well worth it a quality camera that has its warranty and that will go the distance so that you can use the same monitor and camera, you know, whether you have one child or three, four, five six even children further down the track and that you know that it's a reliable one so that you yourself can trust the device and get a good night's sleep yourself of course investing in multifunctional products such as the glow dreaming because not only does it have that white noise it has that very powerful red light and that humidifier as well particularly for when they're sick and got a cough or a cold to help soothe it and ensure that they get back to sleep quickly and easily and of course investing in some black out blinds or using simply aluminium foil to make the room as dark as possible and just a simple basic cot and when your child is ready to get out of the cot ideally age three or even later after they've been glued into their sleep sack look at maybe a queen single or a double bed if you have the space to allow it so that then that child is connected to that bed for a long time and you're not making multiple changes and multiple expenses throughout the transition process. All right, Shai, you've been absolutely amazing, a wealth of knowledge. Can you please let everyone know how to get in contact with you and how you work with families
1: who are facing the battle of getting their kids to sleep through the night? Perfect, Hannah. So what I generally like to do is book a discovery call. This is a free call that just allows me to connect with mum or dad or whoever is going to be the leader in the sleep journey. Um, I think it's really important that our philosophies align and that I kind of understand what your parenting philosophy is and what your journey has been prior to getting into contact with me. Post that we can decide on whether we're going to have a sleep consultation or a sleep plan. Post that we will decide whether we're going to work on having a phone consultation or work on the sleep plan which we sp- previously spoke about. Both of those will still be followed by me working with you for the following two weeks so that I can touch base and support you through this whole journey. And if it does not work in three weeks, I am happy to stick around for as long as it takes for me to get your bubba to sleep.
0: Oh, wow. So you're really passionate and determined about helping people.
1: You want to live your best life. And so the best life can be with Babies are sleeping, you are sleeping. Everyone's kind of happy.
0: When I've had a good
1: night's sleep and my, you know, the
0: freakish time my children do properly, you know, sleep through, I'm a whole new person. Like it's amazing. Like it, it really is so important. And I, I think as a parent, you get so caught up in your own lack of sleep, you forget about the the impact of our little ones. And the gift of a good night's sleep is one that where you reap the benefits indefinitely
1: they say the days are long and the years are short and we just want to enjoy this time as much as we can with our children so let's just try not be exhausted while doing it and not
0: have to throw a whole pile of money on this No we do
1: not need to do that.
0: Well, thank you, Shah, so much for coming on today's bonus episode. I greatly appreciate it. And I will make sure I put Shah's contact details in the podcast notes so that anyone can reach out to her. And being an online phone consultation, that means Shah can help you no matter where you are in the world. She has a wealth of experience, knowledge, and a profound story as to how she fell into the industry herself from being a principal of a school. And finally, thank you to Glow Dreaming for proudly sponsoring this episode on Sugar Mama's Fireplay. As mentioned, for anyone that is interested in trying any of the Glow Dreaming products, we have been generously given a 10% off site-wide discount code for our audience to exclusively use. And Glow Dreaming even offer a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you can safely see if this can help you and your family. Details linked in the podcast notes. Thank you everyone for listening to Sugar Mama's Fireplate Podcast. And I truly hope that this has given you some great ideas and solutions to help get your kids sleeping through without the stress and pressure of money. Thank you everyone for listening. Ciao for now.